Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Bruce, because that's how someone <laughs> lays on a bed. Bruce, could you get me a towel? <laughs> hey, Bruce doesn't even come back. It's Alfred. I gave him the cum shot that he deserved, but not the one that he needed. <laughs> I think the quote's the other way around. You, there's an actual porn? No, no. <laughs> no. The whole, like, you're the hero the city needs, but not the one it deserves. You said it reverse. You you, you used it. Yeah, and you didn't use backwards. Batman voice. So, looks like we're even Yeah, here. whatever. <laughs> Welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And to, you sound angry. Yeah, because my Robin statue's dope, man. What? No. It's Robin. It doesn't matter. Exactly. What the statue The boy it. wonder. Oh, my God. And today we're going to be covering the first issue of Uncanny X-Men and Giant Size X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. our 50th episode. 50. <laughs> our 49th episode. <laughs> I thought you said this is going to be for 50. No. That we were covering this. No. Or it's a two-parter and you're, you're saving Deadly Genesis for... Well, because we had to do something for 49. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> this would make more sense as our 50th, but we had to have something for 49. So 50 and 51 are going to be Deadly Genesis. Oh, uh, none of that makes sense. I mean, we could do Magneto's Testament today, but we haven't read it. I don't care. <laughs> it's 50 in my heart. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Well, it won't be uh, <laughs> <laughs> the downloads. <laughs> uh, Unless you guys can sneak in an episode real quick about something we haven't read yet. You just cut it right here and upload it. <laughs> that's just 49, and now we'll start 50. But what are we going to post this week? This one. This is 49. Yeah. Cut it right now. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this issue of X-Men. All right, so I got a shout out. Oh, jeez. Marvel Unlimited. The best. PC you guys edition. do some great work. We love you over here. I have mixed feelings. He's a woman scorned. You're a lady. Fuck you. <laughs> I type in, because I tried to read this on the their PC platform. It's garbage. Is that your throat? It's garbage. No, that was him. <laughs> he, he gulped. Uh, he means that in the best possible way. Nah. I mean it in the worst possible way. But, uh, like, because you type in Uncanny X-Men, and you get um, Rosenberg only. And that's cool, except I'm not looking for Rosenberg. So you type in Uncanny X-Men number one, and you get Rosenberg only. But there's like 500-something pages oh, to try to like find it. Oh, sounds like a plus it. to me. Not if you're specifically trying to read the first issue of X-Men, man. But if you type in Uncanny X-Men 1963... You don't get... You still don't get it. You don't? No. What if you I'm saying the mobile app, got it got me to it immediately... And their PC platform sucks. But what the PC pa- uh, platform does have. <laughs> platform? <laughs> what PC it does platform. have is an article titled, When Cyclops Was Right. I did not read it. I just needed the headline. You click on it and it goes to and all I'm of cool. X-Men. I'm cool. <laughs> no, I clicked on it and it was like uh, like a quick 
it seemed like a recap from like the astonishing era to um death of x but i didn't have time to read it because i was doing the notes for this and then i forgot to read it so i'm just saying you know what i appreciate that you had it on there and that you admitted it somewhere so we're all right right now Marvel <laughs> now you just need to publish a book marvel about just cyclops being right it's probably gonna be my nicest shout out i guess <laughs> so x-men number one yeah uh which is an uncanny title even though it's not titled uncanny yeah it's titled the x-men which is also kind of weird and enter the x-men by way of professor xavier <laughs> alone in a room yelling x-men <laughs> get, get out of here <laughs> just chilling in a chair how do you even get in that chair somebody picked him up there's yeah, nothing they, around him they, they sat him down <laughs> no he got there with the chair and then somebody kicked it you could see bobby the way he's uh pole dancing there he obviously swung in and kicked his chair away yeah Iceman with a stripper pole and fancy boots there's no way stan lee meant for this character to be gay no and his pole is attached to angel's wing it is <laughs> oh it's notice. fantastic uh, so they all show up, and they're like, we're present, Professor. And he's like, I knew that because I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also, I haven't read this before, but second page after the pole dancing, uh, Beast is fisting Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> like shaking yeah, the cause they Because they, <laughs> they start fighting while uh, Angel and Cyclops make the professor comfortable, yeah. <laughs> so weird. They're like, "Let's fluff your pillows. Let's get you. A, let's let's." It's uh, not the only thing they're fluffing. <laughs> let's take this blanket you already have on you and put it on you again. They're tucking him in. Oh Jesus! Reclining his chair. He's. It's still weird that it's like a chair in the middle of a room with nothing else around. Yeah, it's the chair room. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, uh. So he's like, awesome, now that I'm comfortable, dance for me. <laughs> Guys, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> uh, so he has, basically they introduce the danger room without calling it the danger room. And he's like, Beast, you first. Show me your moves. <laughs> Show me your moves. He's got no expression too. <laughs> Show me your moves. <laughs> if you take off his word bubbles and his thought bubbles, it looks like they're playing with a doll. He makes no faces. Xavier, they're just, like, moving around this dude sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just a sex doll. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, yeah. Beast is all like, look at me being all acrobatic and shit. He's like, what was it? Well, something super specific? You got one minute and four seconds to <laughs> do all these obstacles, and then he gets it all done. Uh, and then he's like, all right, now, Angel, show me what you got. <laughs> Angel flies around. He almost sees his wings like hit by some weird clamp thing out of like, just out of nowhere, it's just in the room. Yeah, it, just it a that... thing of fire spouts out and almost oh, hits yeah. him. I like to imagine it makes that thwomp sound from Mario. Thwomp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like those giant uh, rock guys that you hit. <laughs> yeah, that fall down on you. Or uh, in uh, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, or Donkey Kong 64, when you hit the big dudes, it's just like, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, Yeah, and then he gets over to uh, Iceman. He's like, all right, Iceman, show me what you got. And Iceman's like, I got a joke, because I'm a snowman. Look at this. Yeah. Carrot, broom, a hat, 
Come on. Come and on. Xavier's like, have you seen this face? It don't smile. It don't crack. <laughs> I ain't going to laugh. And he's like, beast, throw a bowling ball at him. <laughs> like, so fucking weird. <laughs> Which is like, because he's the youngest, right? So he's not going to get put through all, like, at least this is how I'm yeah, he's like figuring it's being rationalized. He's the youngest, so he's going to get the least dangerous thing. And it's, it's going to be a guy with super strength throwing a bowling ball at him. And he turns it into, like, some weird shoot thing. And the bowling ball goes in and flies back out toward Beast. And it I mean, almost hit the professor, so Cyclops freaks out. Like, hey, that was a whisker away from hitting the professor. Which also <laughs> wasn't. Uh, so Cyclops really should check his lenses. And Also, also he, he looks like he's trying to catch it in his ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like he the catches behind it behind his back. He does. Like he's gonna dunk it into his ass. And then, ex- like, as uh, Cyclops, like, hey, you almost hurt the professor. And Beast is like, come on, we know what we're doing. You'd think we want to hurt him. The professor's like, Cyclops, hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him. Treat them as your enemies. Do it. <laughs> and he blasts the crap out of Beast. He does. He's like stuck in the wall. Uh, and then Iceman just puts an ice cube around himself and he blasts through that and then this fucking traitorous asshole that is xavier is like hey angel get on this fuck up scott <laughs> he's just enjoying watching children fight <laughs> he's like you ever seen semi-pro yeah. when uh when they go to commercial and will ferrell's just like somebody hit somebody <laughs> <laughs> um and then as as Cyclops is beating the shit out of his three uh, other teammates. Xavier's like, all right, stop. Immediately, I sense a hot chick's ear. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. <laughs> and he tells them that there's a lady who is highly attractive who's about to show up. Yep, and she's 15. Yep. So, yep, Xavier's a creep. Like he we, is a creep. We've yep. been saying since the first episode of this podcast. And they laid the groundwork in the first issue of this comic book. Yep. Because he's talking to them, but he looks like he's really just thinking to himself because he's rubbing his chin. He's like, a most attractive young lady. <laughs> <laughs> he's not looking at him either. He's just saying that out loud. And then Angel's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Professor. I thought I tucked you in properly. I see a wrinkle. <laughs> right there. Let me get that for you. Hey, how come it's not going down? I, I hope there's somebody just in the situations who's like, understands what's going on so he's like hmm such an attractive lady and they're like what the fuck seriously and then right away they they all want to go out and check out jeans like there's a lady she's hot and Iceman's like who needs girls a girl big deal <laughs> yeah uh let's and start <laughs> wrestling again <laughs> so they all change into their playing clothes and jeans introduced to them and right away, they're like, oh, man, she's super hot. And Beast's like, Slim, bring her a chair. And he's like, and Slim being Scott, because they didn't actually give them name names yet. Uh, and he's like, I'd bring her all the furniture if she'd asked. And then she's like, no, that's necessary, because powers. And then, like, shows she's got telekinesis. And then Beast's all like, oh, statu- well, nope, just rape. I was going to say statutory rape, but I think they're the same age. Uh, and then she's like, I think it's still statutory. Is it? I thought it was if it's an older person with a minor. I think it would still, if they're both 
underage. It's, it's, well, I think if it's consensual, right, it's still technically statutory rape on both parties. Yeah, but not being statutory doesn't make it just straight rape. No, no, no. But it being forceful. Yeah. Like, he's just straight up, give me that face. And she's like, you know what? I'll spin you around in the air because telekinesis. It's Dude, what my mind do. At this point, Cyclops, his name is Slim. Yeah, Slim Summers. But they didn't yeah. give him Scott yet. Also, Gene's like, oh, what's my power? Look how fast I can read this book. <laughs> Without so touching it. No hands. <laughs> She's, like, not even reading it. She's just flipping through the pages really fast. Done. Like, look how great I am. I'm just saying, Beast should be me too. Oh, yeah. This is back in the 60s where that's apparently acceptable. Enter Magneto. As uh, Xavier's talking about bad mutants out there and clearly omitting himself. Wait, that's Watu. <laughs> Are you talking about his fucking head over the earth? <laughs> Show me what you got. <laughs> Which is very Xavier sounding. Yeah, it's just a giant <laughs> head floating above earth. Giant bald head. Half of his head is his forehead. Yeah. Or half of his whole, yeah. So Magneto uh, was... <laughs> Apparently, NASA was trying to do all these secret shuttle launches, and he's just like, no, and magnetically changes the trajectory of the rockets, and then they all fail, and apparently they try it six different times, and he's like, I need to push this up a notch. I'm going to take over this whole uh, military base, and so then he uses, and you know what? I have to apologize, because I have been such a dick to that Apocalypse movie, because... Because. I mean, because. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Because. No, no. Because I, I, I thought you were going to say, it's a terrible movie overall, and that is true. Because Magneto and the dust thing, and I was always like, since when could he just fucking float dust? And apparently, it's right there in the comic. In yeah. number one, he uses, it says dust particles, so he is the master of dust and magnetism did you really think that was such a big deal a little bit it bugged me man well so they're at a military base there's fragments of metal particles yeah but they say dust they say dust in the comic either way yeah but he he, writes him a cute little note well it's a very (laughs) sinister note with a cute yeah it's cute undertone yeah it says surrender the base or i'll take it by force magneto he writes his name in cursive, like sideways, all cute. Like the message is like, like the stance he's in, right? It it shows like the power and and ferocity of his words and like his his stature, but then his signature is his costume. I feel like he's like I'm legitimate, because you know Toad wouldn't sign shit. Well, he's wearing kind of purple underwear outside of his pants there. So if he's so legitimate, know. why did he make that in Comic Sans? <laughs> Because he's a rebel. <laughs> so use the most basic plot uh, <laughs> style. Uh, yeah, and so he basically like, all right, I'll take it by force then. And he starts just beating up soldiers at uh, Cape Citadel. And they're like, what are we going to do? And they try to like get through his force field and they can't because, you know, magnets, that's how they work. Stop referencing ICP, I'm begging you. Every time, I, I'm going to be so upset when they cover Magneto. <laughs> That's going to be like five weeks of just like, well, how do they work? 
He doesn't do this enough. I like when he does this. The magnetic barrier where stuff can't get in. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like an old school thing. He hasn't, he like never does it now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the X-Men are preparing to go. Jean's like getting dressed first in her suit. And then the guys are like peeping on her. And she's like, oh, you guys are being creeps. And like, no, not even sort of like that. But they totally were. But they totally were. Uh, And then Bobby's being a gentleman. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because he does actually start hitting on her at that point. Sort of. He's like, she looks poured into that suit or something like that. Yeah, yeah. she was poured into that uniform. Coincidentally, you know, Xavier ordered that thing too small. <laughs> Probably. And then Xavier's like, fuck it, all you get suited up because we're going out to beat up a magnet. Just a magnet. <laughs> Just a magnet. You didn't know the guy was there. <laughs> To the rolls! <laughs> Iceman's like, I get ready faster than you guys because I'm just naked in some boots. <laughs> Except he's actually the slowest and he's like, hold on, I just need to get my boots on. <laughs> they're, they're my dancing boots. Uh, and then I, what I love too is that they go out of their way to be like, and this Rolls Royce is like a custom built super badass and its feature is it's got dark windows. Yeah, they tinted the windows. <laughs> So you can't see the freaky muties inside. That thing's not even street legal. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, trying to sit in there with four other people and one of them has wings and they're just batting you in the face? (laughs) Because he just unwrapped his wings. Like, that was the whole big deal. He's like, I can't wait to fly there. And uh, Xavier's like, nope, to the rolls. I feel like it'd be like that scene in, uh, in Always Sunny. When they're in the van with uh, double tinted windows and they're all the canisters of gasoline and Charlie cut the brakes. <laughs> um, so they get there and right away Cyclops is trying to be like, "Hey guys, so we're gonna take over for for you from you guys because I see you're having a hard time, <laughs> like I am with this sentence." Say <laughs> <laughs> only the leadership confidence of Cyclops could speak in such a way. <laughs> And the guy's like another fucking costume freak. Get out of here. I'm really dealing with one guy. He's wearing magenta and purple. <laughs> We're having enough trouble with one guy in a cornball costume. Yeah. Then Cyclops cries and leaves. Cries these laser tears. No, he's actually just sort of like, whatever, out of the way. We're just doing it. And they kind of do just storm through. Like, Jean just throws everyone, like all the soldiers, aside with her telekinesis. And then... Cyclops just starts shooting the magnetic field, and it won't get through because magnets. Don't you dare! It's <laughs> how they work. God damn it! He, he acts like he's got a switch. He's like, "I'll switch to maximum power." <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Where's the switch? I can't find it. It looks like he's he's blasting out of his whole face, not just his eyes either. His whole face is like... His, yeah. his head just exploded. <laughs> it just opened up. Uh, and then Magneto's like, fuck it. I'm firing their own missiles at them. I'm firing my lasers. <laughs> uh, so he shoots the missiles. And then the X-Men, crazy enough, they just stop the missiles. Beast even catches one in his feet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because that's how missiles work. Yeah. Which, like, Magneto, why did he even bother pushing a button? He yeah. might as well have just magneted them up. Get a little bit of snow on those missiles, they're done for. <laughs> they're not waterproof. And he just throws a bunch of rubble onto Cyclops, and he's like, no, and shoots out of it. It's like, you can't stop me with metal. He's the gingerbread man. 
so the X-Men then fight Magneto. It's pretty tough because, you know, barrier, but then not tough at all because, you know, superheroes. And uh, he runs away. He's like, I can't, I can't do this. And they're like, we fucking did it. Yeah. And Xavier's like, my head's in the clouds, literally. <laughs> Where well, I see this? He's that baby from, uh, what's that? Teletubbies? Yeah. <laughs> the sun. <laughs> see, I was thinking uh, when they light that oil tank on fire. Because uh, they light the uh, the rocket fuel on fire on accident. And Magneto looks like Hank Hill going, Blah! <laughs> yeah, he is not as menacing now as he became. Because he was like hiding behind stuff too, looking at him from the corner. <laughs> like, Damn it, Bobby, stop throwing snows at, snow at me. What I think probably one of my favorite callbacks to this moment, though, is in that uh, that sort of Road to Schism book. The Magneto one. Aside from, like, his whole point being Cyclops was a good Jew. <laughs> that was weird. Um, he he goes back to that moment and, like, yeah, I was scared. Oh, when Cyclops like, was blasting him? Yeah, when he was blasting the, the field and he's like, yeah, I'm not ashamed to admit that I blinked first. Which from also, duh. Because yeah. if he blinked, the, the beam would have stopped. <laughs> when you At least a little bit. <laughs> I never. That's never shown. That's hilarious to think about, though. That he's got a blink, so it's like cutting off the beam for a second. Nah, bruh. He's like uh, Eminem, in that one song where he just goes off bars about how he never shuts his eyes, like not even when he sneezes. He like cuts his eyelids off. But because when uh, he gets blasted by Cyclops in that image, he looks like some drunk dude who just fell over and hit the table. Because he's got his leg all bent, all the stuff from the tables on the ground, and his arms over his head. This is reminding me of like a Family Guy thing, <laughs> when they just when they when they trip or like get hit and they fall down, they just fall in like the worst way, like where their limbs just go all over the place. Yeah, literally that. Holy shit, that's the Family Guy fall. Hang on a second, sleeveless shirt, backwards hat, Family Guy reference, talking about ICP. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a goddamn bro? <laughs> And also, you gotta like pick a lane, man. Am I a hipster or am I a bro? <laughs> You're been leaning heavy into bro lately. <laughs> and also, their reference is making fun of ICP because they don't know how magnets work. <laughs> so, I don't think that that's how. Uh... They should have read more X Men, obviously. Yeah, they'd know. So you're saying you're every time you see Magneto when it comes to how you, magnets work. <laughs> when it comes to you and Juggalos, you're polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> So on to giant size X-Men. Yeah. Good 20 minutes. So, giant size X-Men, or Ocean's 8, 13, 13. There's 13 of them at the end. (laughs) You're not good at counting. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was trying to remember how many was on the team, the new Genesis team. But, like, that's exactly how it starts, though, basically. Like, how the Rick and Morty episode recently where they kind of make fun of that like xavier's basically going around and he's like nightcrawler and he's like you son of a bitch i'm in yeah <laughs> wolverine you son of a bitch i'm in <laughs> we'll get to it but like the person who is uh like so down the like the, uh, at the beginning when he's like hey i'm doing it and they're like i'm in <laughs> like it's the, right? it's the person who questions every fucking thing. He's like, uh, "This is stupid. I'm not a part of your plan." <laughs> so, 
Uh, it starts with Nightcrawler running away from a mob uh, that want to kill him because, you know, he looks like a demon. And he's like, this isn't fair. I don't choose the way I look. Maybe I should have stayed in the circus, but that wasn't a life for me. And Pirate life is for him. <laughs> he'll forever mention loving the circus, though. I know. In the Munich Circus. <laughs> Uh, was known as the Incredible Nightcrawler. And so a guy who looks strikingly like William Stryker uh, is like, throw torches at our own homes to burn them out. And he's like, are you fucking serious? You're burning down your own house to get to me? Holy shit. Uh, and I thought maybe he didn't have the teleportation power yet. Like, I thought maybe that was, like, later. But we see him use it later in this book. So it's like, why, why didn't you just teleport, teleport dude? Because he wants to dive into the crowd head first. And, he, and that's what he does. He's just like, you know what? I, I came here to learn. And what you taught me? Violence. You learned that from I'll show you what I learned. Headbutt off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> this is the mascot for our podcast. It's Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> that guy murdered his family. <laughs> guess exactly what he does. He jumps off the roof. And then he looks like his whole half of his body is inside of that dude. All you see is ass and legs. Actually, uh, I don't think we told you, we might not have told you about this, but Wolverine is Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, short Canadian rabbit with a Wolverine nickname. Murders people close to him. <laughs> Head injuries. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm just saying, if if things would have went a little bit differently, I would fan cast Benoit as Wolverine. <laughs> so, so anyway... Uh, Nightcrawler is start and starting to get beat by the mob, and that's this is why I don't understand why he didn't teleport. But Xavier just shows up and he's like, "Stop!" and they all stop, and he's like, "You, freaky one, join my circus." And he's like, "Yeah, all right, that's Ex- better better Ex- than being here." <laughs> right, I was about to get staked. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> the voice that you use for Xavier makes me think that when he uses his psychic powers, he like puts his hand out and goes, "Me, me, 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 me." Of course he does. <laughs> he one hundred percent does. His dialogue is funny because Kurt's like, "What has happened to them, Xavier? I happened to them. <laughs> it was me." Trying to be all badass. Uh, and then this, this uh, next page was so weird. So Wolver, it's it's Wolverine getting recruited, and he shows up and he's like, "All right, who am I supposed to meet with here?" And Xavier's like, "I'm the guy you're supposed to meet with here," and he's like, "Oh." Okay. That's more of the uh, funny dialogue. He's like, who's this big wig, Xavier? I am the big wig. <laughs> and I'm bald. <laughs> it's ironic. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but they say that he's Weapon X and Wolverine. And Wolverine just has this air about him that like, yeah, I work for Weapon X. Who gives a fuck? Like, there's none of that torture and stuff. Obviously, that's all made later. Yeah. But, like, no, they're, he seems they're like not such... Weapon X. They're the, Weapon. just the Canadian government. Yeah, but sort of. He, he is Weapon X to them. Like, that's how they set yeah. it up. He, he is Weapon X, but they're not a part of the Weapon X program. They just know he is Weapon X. But they do, do say that they spent money on him. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They said they spent money making him what he is. So, so that's like, what's implied. Yeah. And he's like, Psh, I don't give a shit. I go where I want to go. I quit. Put my claws on the table. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But it's funny uh, that he's like, what about my position here? Like, he doesn't want to leave. And then the other guy's like, you can't leave. He's like, man, fuck this place. <laughs> I'll let you murder anybody you want. And he's like, all right, sweet. <laughs> and the, that general, whoever that is, is like, we spent money on you. You're not going to leave. This is not the last you're going to hear or see of us. And he's like, I'll cut your die. And he does. Now you got to buy a new one. <laughs> you want to run that by me again? And he's like, all right, fine, go. And then, uh, real quick, Banshee, is that like a, a play or whatever the shit? The Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, that's a place. So whatever the fuck's happening there, I'm assuming is a play. Cause, yeah, he gets a whole yeah. two panels. Yep. yep. Xavier and shows up and he's like, hey, want to be on my team? He's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Sunspot also gets like two panels, like two or three panels. And then Storm, just naked. Oh, yeah. She was naked all the time. Like, yeah, wasn't there a whole thing back the then that, that, like, uh, she'd walk around the mansion naked? Yeah. And, like, uh, people were uncomfortable with that. She was like, let's just shower right here in the living room. <laughs> just naked. Ma- makes a cloud. <laughs> but, yeah, could she also, like, teleports here by some weird portal? How did this happen? I never noticed it the first time I read this. Could they walk up to this portal? Yeah, and then and she's then just she- suddenly there. I mean, she might be, like, real into theatrics and just made, like, oh, she lightning is. strike yeah. with, like, fog and then just, like, flew down. And it's like, I teleported. <laughs> well, she's playing at being a goddess, right? Like, that's the whole point. And they're all like, goddess, we're in a drought. We need rain. She's like, I got you. And she makes rain. And Xavier's like, hey. Yeah, she's like, keep your chickens. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because they're like, how many chickens and goats should we slaughter? She calls him beast. For you. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm vegan. I don't need any of that it's stuff. like, bring me a couple apples. And... You know, you got an attic? I can use an attic. <laughs> but it's strange because, yeah, they're slaughtering goats and chickens. And she says, save your beasts. Dude, what did the goats ever do to you? And the chickens? Well, she saved their lives, so. Well, it's a, a Yeah, true. It's a call ahead to when she actually saves beast. <laughs> Which she doesn't. He's not there. You know, he's eventually though. Yeah, the dialogue <laughs> or the uh, monologue, I guess, about Storm was probably my favorite writing in this book. Yeah, talking about her like in the sky and stuff. It's like she is happy here, only truly happy here among the elements. It's she, pretty it's sick. Like, she is the elements, so it's like they kind of and like she they're be, everywhere. They're not she, just there. She can just be like she be the elements. Yeah, but like you can just be like outside anywhere, and there's elements there. Yeah. You like so, start a fire and there's ground and some water. Get her a bottle of water. So it's like really dry. They go to her for the water. And uh, it says, and the raging sky, touched by her happiness, weeps. Yeah. Well, I mean. She made it so wet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got rain. Uh... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so Xavier shows up and he's like, yo, want to join me? Uh, I'll tra- I'll make you a trade. You leave this life of being a fake goddess that's awesome, and uh, you come to a place that where people aren't going to like you at all. Yeah. No, so I think I said Sunspot earlier, but it's Sunfire. Yeah. yeah. Like the car. <laughs> yeah, this was the one that didn't The American make any classic. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like loving it over there. She's, you know, touted as a god. And he's like, yeah, how about you quit this fantasy land and come here and be hated? There She's might like, be an attic in for you, and in for you if you go. So you drive a hard bargain. Yeah, but uh, Sunfire though, yeah. Again, they they give him two pages and are like, no, not uh, just two panels, or two panels is what I meant to say. 
uh, just two panels, and he's like, yeah, you son of a bitch, I'm in. I mean, the, the reason being, though, is because both of them were already in X-Men books. Yeah, I just mean, like, so Xavier is coming to ask him. Like, I think what Tony's doing is setting up the juxtaposition for later. So he he's, Xavier goes to him like, hey, so I got to ask you for a favor. And he's like, say no more, fam. I understand the fact that you came here. I'd do anything for you, brother, anything you need. Uh, I'm there. Just ask, and I'll do whatever. Sunfire says that? Yeah, paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but that's like his attitude. He's him? like, I got you. Like, No, because I took it as, he says, I owe you jack shit. I'm doing this for myself. Yeah. 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 Basically. But like, but I just mean like he's on board. Right what the away, hell yeah. is he doing for himself? How well, he does he benefit? Fitting in that uniform still? <laughs> yeah, I just want to put the costume on and do some things. He says, uh, so I owe you nothing, Professor, but perhaps I owe something to myself. Meanwhile, but- later... Be at the same time. Uh, no, because Xavier is there, and then he has to be at the other place. It's so yeah. weird how he and he has a nightcrawler. <laughs> he rolls up everywhere. Like if you think about like in Africa, of course he does. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody saw how to get Xavier. to the top of those stairs though. <laughs> That's a question we'll never know. He rolls up everywhere. Because you know storms there in like the middle of Kenya or whatever, and Xavier's just rolling. Like how long did it take him to roll there? <laughs> like he he never was in like a plane. He rolled he, across the ocean. Yeah, he just always shows up. What well, in fairness, he waited for her to come down all those steps. Yeah, he wasn't going up there. <laughs> no. He was like, hopefully she comes down soon. I've been waiting here. He's like, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, could you come down here? <laughs> like the whole time, she just couldn't hear him yeah. over the wind. Yeah, then the thunder. And that rain is just bouncing off his uh, baby bald head, which is great. Also, when, when we're about to get into the Colossus stuff. Xavier definitely made that tractor start driving (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And so, also, though, with with Storm, he met his mortal enemies in stairs. So, he couldn't ascend. But somehow, he makes it to Russia. Russia's all stairs. We know that. (laughs) It's not a single escalator anywhere. Yeah, because that's that's a, that's the easy life. If you ever fly places. there, if you ever fly there, you know to get out of the airport, you have to take stairs. I I have no idea if you're just fucking around or if you're being serious. Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he's farming, and he's like, I love this farming life. Uh, Peter has been spending most my life. <laughs> uh, and then suddenly. He sees a tractor that is definitely personless, pushed. but somehow still moving. Just a runaway tractor, um, barreling I, toward his sister. And how fast do tractors go? I swear this thing's going like three miles an hour. Yeah, it's like the uh, the steam oh, the steamroller the the cement roller thing. Yeah, from Austin from Powers. Austin Powers. Because they make it sound like it's going really fast, but I feel like. He could have just like went inside and made a sandwich and then came back outside and just picked her up. <laughs> well, he seemed like so far away from it, yeah. Uh, he probably did that. That's why he got there so late. And then he smashes it because, of course, he does. Only enough time to punch the tractor, that's it. Did he punch <laughs> it? I think he just stood in front of it like uh Yeah. He's got his fist superior. raised. Yeah. And it's a quathum. That sounds like a punch to me. Quathum? Or it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like it would have just dented if it just hit him. Like, is it really going to explode into a million pieces from just running into him at That's three all, Yeah, man, hour? comics. <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen a tractor from the 60s? 
No. Yeah, they're not, they're not made very well. You ever see a Russian made of steel? <laughs> and somehow Russian tractors are just giant pieces of shit, man. It's like that's how they all ended, all the tractors from the 60s. Like once they go, you know, get used too much, they just explode into a million pieces. I mean, this one didn't even have reliable brakes. No. Uh, and then Xavier is like, you there, guy. I want you on my team in yeah. America. And he's like, I don't want to go. Just shows up as the tractor's, like, hitting. Yeah. And nobody's like, did you do that? Because <laughs> obviously nah, you want to see the guy's wheelchair. powers. Wheelchair, though. Yeah. I mean, I still think he did it. They're, no, no. We know. Do they know? No. They should. No. They, like, they don't know. He rolled his chair all the way, like, into the back of the tractor repeatedly to get that thing to move. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he just kept bumping into back it. Back <laughs> Did it occur to him, oh, just mind control someone to start it and jump off? No, <laughs> no never. Uh, and then uh, Peter's like, all right, well, I got to ask my parents first. And he's like, hey, so should I go to America with this bald guy I just met? He says I'm a mutant. He can help me learn to use my powers. And they're like, you do whatever your heart tells you. And then he's like, well, my heart doesn't say to go at all. Yeah, doesn't trust this guy. And they're like, okay. And he's like, but my head, my conscience is saying maybe I should go. And he's they're like, not making me think then you that. go do that. <laughs> right like the guy with psychic powers is definitely not fucking with your head when your head is the one thing saying go right and he clearly knows how to use his powers but i guess xavier's gonna teach him more how to turn his metal on and off yeah yeah i mean he did it pretty fast yeah and so colossus was like you son of a bitch i'm in (laughs) you son of a bitch uh and then to the most racist character Xavier? For several reasons. Xavier no. is the most racist character. Thunderbird, man. Thunderbird's racist in the in the portrayal, but also in what he says. Yeah, but also Xavier's like, man, I heard about you engines. <laughs> so, ah, uh, fuck, John, right? John Prowlstar? Yeah. Because James is uh, Little, Little Warbrath. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I thought you said Warbrath for a minute. No. I pictured Zach Brath. <laughs> no, I said Path Weird. I think I said Prath. <laughs> but Warpath. Do you have the same mental image I do, though, of Zach Brath just <laughs> in Warpaint? Yeah, just killing people. Uh, uh, so he's uh, really just partaking in animal abuse. He just finds a buffalo and is like, you know what? Because I am upset with my. With, with my uh, society, fuck you, Buffalo. I'm a real man. <laughs> and just, like, DDTs it, <laughs> basically. I like to think he was going to eat that Buffalo, though. But, like, he wasn't, though. Like, raw? <laughs> just right. pick it up he's by the rip his heart out. He's just beating the shit out of a Buffalo, and then he's like, what do you want, white man? Well, see, he was going to eat it until Xavier showed up and spoiled dinner. Well... And also, like, he's, I, I get why he's not trusting of white people. Yeah, no, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That, sure. That, that totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's that he, later he calls, uh, Sunfire a Jap. Yeah. There's a lot of racist shit in this. Yeah. And they tried to spread it out to give everybody one, but they call <laughs> uh, Banshee Irish. I'm like, what a lazy... <laughs> so, what a lazy slur like that in Chinaman 
are just like, you didn't even try. Not at all. But anyway, he's, he's like, because Xavier shows up, he's like, hey, I could use a man of your skills. And he's like, how about you fuck off? How'd you even get here in a wheelchair? You know what? I don't care. Tells him to stuff a cactus. He and does. That's worth noting. He does. <laughs> and that was great. <laughs> Calls him Custer. <laughs> he really doesn't trust white people. Yeah. <laughs> and and Xavier's like, you know what? You're right. There are no real Apache left. And he's like, oh, I see what you're doing, but you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what make this guy trust me? Racism. And yes. then... <laughs> And then everyone's like, oh, look at these new clothes. And I mean, Storm's like, oh, look at these clothes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a good example. This is an Xavier's a dick moment here because he literally eggs Proudstar on. This whole book is an Xavier's yeah. a dick moment. But this moment. is yeah. the worst one because he literally disses the Apache people, like taunts him to get him to join. Yeah. He's a well, child. Well, he uses his own thoughts, though. Like, he was reading um, John's mind and John was having his permission. Yeah. But yeah. Also, that but, but of course it, he is. That makes it even more racist because he could have just been like, like, Hey, no, you're coming with me. But instead he was like, I'll be racist to like, he had other options. And then, but was like, no, I'm doing racism. <laughs> no, I'm doing racism. Uh, <laughs> I could just like put the idea in his head that he should trust me and come with me, but I'm going to do racism. What I thought was weird is that, um, Nightcrawler was always in his suit. It's yeah. a circus suit. Right? That's the only explanation, but, like, even then. Well, can you picture him in, like, make some sense. khakis and... No, he could have been in some weird, like... I mean, he was being chased by a mob of people, so he could have been in some sort of tattered clothing, like he was already attacked or whatever. And then he gets the suit now, like, half the other cast are getting their suits now. Except they don't, and sure, it's a circus uh, circus suit, but that also means it's not as good as th- these suits that they just got yeah. that are like all superhero-fied. Well, most so of the- he's got a lesser thing now. <laughs> most of the a- X-Men had the same design at the time, and I think when he saved Nightcrawler, because he saved Nightcrawler first, he sees the suit and he's like, "That's pretty dope. <laughs> I'm gonna make everybody something like this." Because he's like Warpath, it's a color scheme, and then uh, Colossus, he's got the shoulder things. Yeah, he's Wolverine like- also already had his. And Sunfire and, and Banshee. And Banshee, yeah. Yeah. So he just made three suits. Sure. I like to think he remade Nightcrawler's a little sturdier. I don't believe that. Don't not so. for a second. Probably not. Has it's... he ever once tried to make his house sturdier? No. <laughs> Things made it strong. And then it gets blown up all the goddamn time. That's on purpose. Yeah. He cheapens out on it because he knows it's going to get blown up. He can claim that insurance. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's how he made his fortune, which just all the villain attacks just keeps on claiming insurance. Coincidentally, by his stepbrother over and over again. So, right away, Sunfire is like, all right, you bald, wheelchaired bastard. <laughs> that's exactly what he says. I'm tired of waiting around here. You stupid curly-headed fuck. What did you, <laughs> what did you bring us all here for? And he's like, well, to be fair, I was waiting. And he's like, just sort of puts it all off on Scott. It's like, it's his fault. <laughs> and and uh, so Cyclops comes through the door and he's like, all right, so some shit happened. You know what? I better just show you what happened. Uh, and they go to Cerebro and he's like, this is our mutant hunting. I mean, finding machine. Uh, it found you guys. 
and my friends aren't being picked up from it anymore, but I like kind of remember where we were because uh, I suffer amnesia right now. Like, I just remember we went, we were like, hey, there's a mutant on this island. The island was terrible. And then, like, a big flash hit us, and then suddenly I'm in the jet flying back with no memory, and my powers are gone, and I get back, and I talk to Xavier, and he's like, uh, Scott, you're about to shoot me in the face. Maybe put some glasses on. And he's like, what? No. And then my powers went crazy, and I blew myself into a wall. That's, into a wall. That's talent. It's still... Still, he still said he blew himself. Um, I also got to point out though, when Cyclops walks into the room, I picture in my head that like that moment in police shows or uh, South Park did it where they're like, "Who's in charge here?" And Xavier's like, "That would be me." And Scott walks in, he's like, "Not anymore, you're not." <laughs> so uh, Cyclops basically recaps the entire thing of how like, okay, so we got to go rescue them because. I, we got attacked by some crazy mutant, and, and we need help to go there. And so Sunfire is like, fuck this. Trees? <laughs> Tell me there's trees. <laughs> On Krakoa, that's where they're going. Like, what? You, you, you didn't tell me this was a suicide mission that well, you already lost people for? I'm out. I, I'm, I'm thinking that they told him, like, hey, it's a tropical island. And in his head, he's like, the trees I can handle because, you know, fire burns grass but the island part surrounded by water <laughs> this is a tricky game of rock paper scissors <laughs> he was looking for an easy way out because he was trying to make himself look good he says i'm gonna do something for me it's time the world hears of sunfire and it nope not this one it doesn't matter at all that he does that no because no. The, they start flying in the jet and he like just follows behind him he was just trying to look cool in front of his friends yeah he just wanted to be like well i can fly nobody he's like who's coming with me <laughs> And then, uh, so they, <laughs> they get in the jet, they fly off, and then he's, Sunfire's like, hey, let me in the jet. Do I gotta, like, fly to catch up with you guys the entire time? He's like, what? What? You just said you didn't want to go. Did you do want to go? Well, we're already flying. It's a jet. It's not a helicopter. You know how hard that is? You to take off in a jet and then, like, have to land a jet immediately after taking off? You know how much fuel you just wasted, guy? Just open the hatch. <laughs> and we just read that issue where they burned all the rocket fuel, so... Chapter 3 sounds like a Super Nintendo video game. Assault Force! Sounds like a dope-ass Super Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah, it does. I play the shit out of Assault Force. <laughs> By the way... It's way better than two crude dudes. <laughs> John Proudstar's exact words are, Well, I'll be jiggered. It's the Jap. <laughs> yeah. Pretty rough. This this hasn't aged well. No. I almost feel like those are supposed to be bleeped. Yeah, but they're not. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, Cyclops then makes teams after he's like, Alright, so Thunderbird, you're going to be with me. And he's like, my name's not Thunderbird. And he's like, uh, Xavier gave us all code names. It so is now. It is now. <laughs> yeah. You deal with it. He's like, Proudstar. It's Proudstar. He's like, nah. Thunderbird. It's too much like your... Shatterstar. Your <laughs> you can be Shatterstar. Are we going to go there? <laughs> still, avail- still available for now. So, he makes uh, four teams uh, that are supposed to take on the island from different points uh, of the island. So, like, the North Assault Team is Storm and Colossus, 
and the east assault team is Banshee and Wolverine, and the south is Sunfire and Nightcrawler, and then the west is Cyclops and Thunderbird. Ironically, Thunderbird, the only character named Bird and cannot fly in this team. Because, like, each one of these is, like, there's a flyer and a non-flyer, and the flyer helps the non-flyer down, and uh, Cyclops is landing the ship with him and Thunderbird. To be fair, uh, a bird fell out of my parents' tree the other day and died. So, not implausible. <laughs> I think uh, James can fly now, right? Yeah, he can fly, like, a little bit. He can fly, like, a like at a pace of a light jog, so he doesn't really do it. <laughs> so he's like Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, it's not pretty good. So it's just, no, like, it's clumsily flying. flying. Like, uh, Colin Ferguson in, uh, <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. He's flying when he it's like He can't even swimming. go at a light jog. He can go at like a like an old person walking speed. Like a backstroke during water Pilates or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they all get out and they're supposed to be looking for a mutant on the uh, island. And it turns into a hentai. What? It does turn into a hentai. <laughs> oh, okay. All those yeah. tentacles. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Cyclops and Thunderbird are like, well, Cyclops right away is like, oh, shit, I forgot the the pocket cerebro <laughs> in the ship. And then he turns around and the jet's just gone. Like, what the fuck? And then they turn to, like, a temple. And it's like, where the ship did that temple come from? That wasn't there before. Yeah. And the jet's just gone. Also, nobody is mad at Cyclops for dropping them all off at different places and then flying directly where they were supposed to be. He didn't fly directly where they're supposed to be. I he, think the temple sort of shows up in the middle, and they're all on different it, sides. It does. Well, no, it shows it like it, it's pretty damn close to them. But from anybody else's perspective, Cyclops just kind of dropped him off and flew right to the to the temple he needed to be at. No, it's pretty far. You got It's that panel there uh, on the far left. It seems pretty far. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. It looks like it's just through, like... Four bushes, and they're at the temple. Well, sort of, yeah, right? So they go, and they just trip over some vines, and then they get there. Kinda. I mean, the vines are alive, and they're attacking them, but then they beat up the vines pretty easily. Coincidentally, this works out, it says, 14 minutes later. Yeah, and they do get there. Very specific, man, 14 minutes later. And they do get there way before everybody else. But, no, I think that was uh, implied just before, right? Because then they go, because it's like, Meanwhile, a little while back, and it shows Storm and Colossus' perspective, and they're attacked by rocks. Like, it's like an avalanche that then just follows them. And Colossus is like, no, you don't, and starts punching it. And uh, Storm's just like, I'll use wind. Sunfire's like, fuck, they got rock types. (laughs) My other weakness. Which is crazy, because, like, Storm's kind of a flying type, and she uses Gust to beat a bunch of rocks, so... (laughs) She's never calling bullshit. She's clearly never played Pokemon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's following Mega Man rules, which are all weird. And then they uh, show up at the temple like just a little bit after Cyclops and uh, Thunderbird. And then you have this is probably my favorite one. No, second to favorite. Uh, Banshee and Wolverine just fighting giant lobsters. Cause of course, and Wolverine's all like. Aren't you glad you're with a guy who also has claws? And just starts using his claws to stab lobsters? That would be some tasty lobster. Would it, though? Yeah. Would that it? big? Isn't, like, the bigger the lobster, the worse the meat it has? Is that? 
I think so because they're they're old. If you're for a lobster to be that big, it is like a thousand years old. But that's not how it works. Well, they're bottom feeders, right? So that's like a lot of garbage. Yeah, over time. Probably. But I mean, originally it was sold as garbage meat, and then they were like, "Hey, nobody wants this. We'll market it to rich people." But to get that jacked as a lobster, they're eating pure, you know, pure protein. They're eating smaller lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> they got creatine drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Larry the Lobster and SpongeBob. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they beat them up because you know lobsters. <laughs> Why would that stop them? Uh, and then of course they show up at the temple. Uh, and then my favorite is just Nightcrawler and Firestar fighting birds. Just regular birds. Just regular birds. So it's just kind of annoying. And Nightcrawler's all like. This one's getting really close to me. Better teleport now all of a sudden. Not when there's a mob of people beating the shit out of me. But when a bird's about to claw me with its talon. You can only do it like once every week. At oh, so he like wasted it then? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, a mob carrying torches. Like, he, he probably, I don't want to use it right now. There might be birds later. He probably wasted it checking out his sister while oh. she was changing yeah. and then like disappearing before she could catch him. Because they're supposed to be, like, learning their powers from Xavier, but I feel like he just picked them up and was like, all right, now go save my real team, and then you guys are done. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. No he, training. He, uh, there's, when they get their costumes, there's a small mention of he used his telepathy to bridge the language barriers between everyone, so everyone understands English, and that's it. That's the only thing he taught them. Yeah. Well, he technically yeah. tried a whole different uh, invasive approach, but we'll find out when we read Deadly Genesis that, yeah. like, you know... Also didn't work, so he knew yeah. that wasn't going to work. You were, I, I was nope, trying not to cut you off. Nope, just fuck Xavier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, Xavier is a monster. So they all meet at the temple, and they're like, it's fucking empty. There's just like a, or, or no, there's a door there. Uh, I thought they went in and there was like a wall, but no. I remember it's a door. They can't get through it. And so Cyclops is like, all right, everybody, uh, <laughs> shoot it or hit it. You know, I stand corrected. <laughs> Kick its ass. <laughs> <laughs> When that tractor hit uh, Colossus, it was a Quathoom, and his punch is a Quaroom. So, so you, he didn't punch a tractor. What you're saying is you're ready to apologize to us? Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. It clearly just ran into yeah. a steel Russian guy. I think it's with time, we'll, we'll be able to learn to forgive you. I hope so. In time. So uh, they kicked that door's ass. <laughs> yeah, they, they beat the shit out of that door. And then they see uh, the original X-Men uh, plus Havoc. And Polaris. Lorna. Yeah. yeah. Minus Beast. Right. Because he didn't even have the balls to help with this, with this rescue mission. I mean, you could have just finished that sentence halfway through. <laughs> he didn't have the balls. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't have balls. Well, as we covered, he does. He rubs them on his ass, you know, bowling balls. <laughs> uh, so they break through it, and they see the X-Men are getting drained, and they start rescuing them from these vines because, again, uh... They turned it sort of into a hentai at this point. And there's a big monument, or a big uh, cave painting of Colossus destroying the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should make a logo, is that yeah. our logo in Colossus's hands. <laughs> like destroying it? Yeah. Um, so that'll be another uh, another shirt we'll do. So anyway, uh, it, fucking Warren wakes up, and he's like, Cyclops, you fool. It was hungry. You brought it what it wanted. 
and then the island manifests into a humanoid that's like, yes, you are a fool because I let you go so you can bring me more mutants and now I'll feast forever. And it's like, really? Yep. Off of 13 people? Well, later I'll be your lawn. <laughs> and, and, and then some. Yeah. <laughs> Angel was like, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, I do like the art for Kokoa. This is... Yeah, it looks kind of like a uh, like man thing. Yeah, like man thing mixed with a brood. It's the giant size man thing. <laughs> Not the name of my sex tape. <laughs> Unfortunately, the appropriately adequate sized man <laughs> thing. I think is the name of mine. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, that's when we get this chapter four, Krakoa, the island that walks like a man. Yeah, a bit wordy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, Speaking of wordy, Krakoa can talk. Oh, yeah, and, and he does it. He does it, and then never again. Yeah, he well, he forgets English after this, and yeah. his own language. Or it does it, or they do it. It could be gender binary, you don't know. But he banged that other island. He yeah. did bang that other island. Yeah, I wonder I guess who was the, guy. the bottom in that scenario. And also, he walks like a man, not oh, like yeah. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> what is that even supposed to be? <laughs> We're trying to figure out what gender he is. He walks like a man. He's the yeah, island like, that walks like a man. That? Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, they all start fighting it. And Krakoa doesn't really give a shit. And it's just a giant melee. And eventually Xavier is like, oh, you fucking idiots. All right, I got a plan. You got to fight it all together at one time. And they're like, this is what we're doing. We're just, we're all hitting it at once. I always hate that trope that they they, they do in movies and comics and shit where it's like everybody attacks a thing. And they're like, no, we got to work it as, as a team. So then everybody attacks a thing. Yeah. And now it's teamwork. Yeah. And they win. <laughs> Um, but I guess setting up a move, basically. Um, what I thought was weird, though, is they showed that when Cyclops got let go, because he was being drained, he lost his powers. And then they came back after he made it back to Westchester. But Iceman and, and Havoc and those guys, they all have their powers immediately. Except for Lorna. Polaris doesn't have her powers, and, like, that's uh, Xavier's whole plan is, like, Storm charge up Polaris so she can have her powers back and then we're going to do some comic shit that's not going to make any sense. She just murders her with electricity. Basically. It didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So Storm creates a giant thunderbolt and hits uh, Lorna and Lorna uses that to amplify like magnet waves because that's how magnets work. God damn it. Again, Lorna is super like she's getting off right now basically. Kind of. Because she does say, don't stop. Lord, whatever you do, don't stop. (laughs) Verbatim. And then (laughs) Havoc is like, if you hurt her, but really, I think he's like, how am I supposed to compete compete with this? (laughs) She's like threatening Cyclops, and Cyclops is like, look, dude, I know it's awkward for all of us to see your girlfriend get off right now, but we need to stop this monster. They didn't show below her waist because she's on a Sibian machine. (laughs) She's saying, don't stop, and Havoc's like... Stop! Stop! <laughs> That's what Storm's powering with the electricity. <laughs> uh, and so then anyway, uh, Xavier's plan is for 
uh, lower enough to create this giant, like, weird, like, magnetic wave thing, and then for the Summers brothers to cross streams into it. Yep. So she creates this magnet vagina and has these two guys shoot their loads, basically, into <laughs> magnet vagina. Uh, and then... That's how babies are made. <laughs> well, it's apparently how Krakoas get launched into space, because I'm trying to... I still don't understand this. It shoots through Krakoa, through the ocean, five miles of ocean, right? 4,000 miles of the Earth's crust into the molten core. And then it's like, and then you know how the rest turns out. No, I don't. How does any of this make any more sense? And Krakoa is like, oh, well, actually, the funniest part, maybe, is that right before this happened specifically, in order to create the lightning, Storm is making it rain. And Krakoa is like, ya bitches, I'm a plant. <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> power. <laughs> Which also, no, I thought you ate mutants, but you eat water? Both. He's a mutant island. Well, he drinks water and eats plants. I a- know, but it's like I'm being fueled because of the water. And it's like, dude, if you if the water fueled you, why the mutants? It's a, it's in a weird area. Meat murder, man. It's water... <laughs> And also, like, he's a grass type, yeah, but he's also a ground type, so we're not sure how it's supposed to work out for him. Oh. Either way, it cut Xavier's connection when he tele- uh, telepathically. And uh, so he goes from, like, I have all the power to they shoot that giant load down to the Earth's core, and then he's like, I'm losing all my power somehow. And they're like... It's Krakoa is falling apart. We got to get off this island, but we got nothing. And then Bobby's like, "I'll make a raft," and they're all in a nice raft. And then they watch Krakoa shoot into space. They somehow just—it lost all its gravity. Yeah. How that happened? No idea. Well, because Lorna also, I guess, fucked with the Earth's magnetic field so that it in that one spot had no gravity. But I just don't understand the. Well, I would just assume blow a hole through it. And then it flies off into space thing. I assume that she reversed uh, the polarity of Krakoa. So then instead of like being brought in with gravity, they like rejected each other. You know what? How magnets work. That's solid. Yeah, I was going to say that is how magnets work. <laughs> you beat me to it. She blasted, it says, to sever the magnetic force, or the primary lines of magnetic force. There's lines for that. So, okay. Yeah. You know, science. F- fair enough. I just remember thinking, like, that's weird. Oh, it's, yeah. Also, they I have to shoot p- down. and Maybe it's sort of like a, one of those little, uh, like, Hot Wheel cars where they blasted the island down to pull it back just enough. We reference those a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she helped accelerate it by reversing the polarity of gravity by fucking with, you know, how Magnus work. And that shot the island into space. It All sounds right. like it's tied. That's how they make it sound. It's tied on the bottom, like there's a little knot down there holding the island to the earth. She blasted all the way down there. Cut Umbilical the cord. So this is the second cut time that. we saw cut during this book. Because like Wolverine earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. you got a tie earlier. Yeah. Fucking foreshadowing. <laughs> it all comes around full circle. Cut yeah, this tie. What you didn't see <laughs> off panel is that guy's tie flew into outer space. <laughs> Speaking of circles, here's half a circle. Uh, now we're going to have to make a shirt with Magneto that says how to magnetize. 
Oh, you can put him in clown face paint. <laughs> oh, I really don't want to. So <laughs> you don't want to make money. <laughs> anyway, Cyclops is like, that was great, but we also just created a whirlpool. So real fast, Bobby, turn this into a dome. <laughs> and so Bobby makes the raft a dome. They got ice dome. Bobby, <laughs> give me dome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I thought you'd never ask. I mean, oh, right. Also, it kind of proves our whole point that we had the other day of uh, of Midas in our original Sin episodes. Like that the gold had to go all the way down to the bottom of the water. Because Bobby's is just on the top layer and they're floating towards the fucking... Like they're floating all over the place. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Midas had to have had like a long strand of gold the size of a foot reach down to the bottom of the ocean floor. Maybe if it's all instantaneous. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so... Then the water settles and they come out of the water after rattling around in there and inside this ice dome. And Cyclops shoots a hole in it because, you know, they need oxygen. And they're like, man, hey, our jet. Good thing it's waterproof. (laughs) And fucking it doesn't sink. And so they get in the jet and, and Angel's like, sorry, guys. We only had so many seats for people to sit down. The end. That's weird because I'm my marble. All right, now I kind of see the jet though. But how was the jet there? Yeah, it just is. It should be in space with Krakoa. Uh, Did it poop it out? Yeah, (laughs) presumably. Shit out the jet? Yeah. Well, because you don't really know what happened to the jet. You just know Krakoa did something to it. Definitely ate it. Well, and it shit it out. Their jet was full of chili, so Dude, it passed straight through. <laughs> it's, no, it's like, if Krakoa is like a person, right? Or man, like you said, he walked like a man. Well, he got killed. And I, what do you do when you get killed? You shit. So he ate that jet, he shit that jet. Also, I didn't just say he walked. They said he walked like a man. Yeah. That's good. But you said it right to there. me. Makes sense. Yeah. They kill the man thing that is not the man thing. The thing and that it, was a man. And then it shits what it ate because it's dead. And what it ate was the jet, which happened to be airtight. <laughs> it's like, you guys don't know this, but I'm going to be your salvation once I come back from space. For a little bit, I'll just be your lawn, but then <laughs> I'm going to be salvation for everybody. And I'll still like sort of eat you guys every once in a while as your lawn. I think he's holding a grudge. Could you hold that book any louder? I can try. Hickman's run's gonna end with Krakoa just flipping out. It just swallows everybody. Yeah, he's tired of that crap. I, I thought he uh, developed like the perfect out though, right? Like Krakoa needs to slowly feed on mutant energy, and they're like, "Well, we just keep recreating ourselves all the time." So sure, man. So just keep you eat. Yeah, them yeah, exactly. He Krakoa's actively eating them while they're there. It almost makes it dumber for me though that like. Like, my big problem with big events, like what they're doing with Days of X, is, like, it, it's gonna, it, it, nothing's gonna matter from it in, of swords. in, like, five years. No, the whole thing. Like, as soon as Hickman's run is done, it's all just gonna be forgotten. Yeah, but Cyclops Maybe. has, like, a lightsaber, man. Well, because what are they gonna, like, it's like the Genosha uh, stuff, or, like, uh, Nation X. Anytime they have, like, a big island like that, it doesn't really matter after. Yeah. 
kind of depends on the writers, but I mean, it's quite possible all this is just going to go down the drain. Well, yeah. It's X-Men. It's like it, like if I saw Daredevil start to date a new girl, I'm like, that's gonna go good. I Dude, that's married. so funny. Right, you know about the Chaz stuff going on? The Chad, Chaz, Chaz. Yeah. Oh, I All think right. I feel like I've heard something of it. But. Uh, so it's the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in uh, Seattle. Like a bunch of just super left woke people took it over. They conquered it, and they're like, "This is ours now." And I remember thinking, like, no, you dummies, don't you read X-Men books? You need it to be a living island first. <laughs> you gotta get the... They don't even have the, the plants that help you tell Exactly. And, they're try- and like, their whole deal is, like, they're trying to make gardens to be self-sufficient. Yep. But they're, like, these little gardens. Like, lawn gardens. <laughs> for, like, an entire people. Like, what are you doing? You need a living island that will feed you and then feed off of you symbiotically. And then, you know... Symbiotically. Symbioti- symbiotically? Yeah. It's a symbiote. Yeah, which, you know, speaking of symbiotes, speaking of leftists, we have social media. So, <laughs> what? Twitter. Oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> we have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything is at Mexmen Podcasts. Uh, go follow us. Like, not literally, like, on and the social me- media. Yeah. Don't, like... Don't like find out where we are and then and then drive here or fly here, then drive here. Yeah, and then, then find like, out where we go and then like like just kind of walk behind us a little too close. Yeah, because that's weird. Well, you turn around, they're just like hiding behind a trash can. No, no, and then, <laughs> then they just buy a banana. Not even wait. hiding behind their their whole costume is a trash can. So when you turn around, <laughs> they just like sit down. Uh, yeah, we have uh, shirts. Yeah, on yeah. T Public, go buy it. Yep. Also, uh, phone cases and laptop cases and tapestries and uh, onesies. Yeah, onesies and there's pillows. And I'm sorry. What is a tapestry? Every, you always say tapestries. And he I always say tapestry. It's like that. a blanket you hang from your wall. Yeah. Why? In case you're like an emo kid. Just like a poster, a really you know. <laughs> it's so that you can like hide behind the tapestry if you keep it low enough. You have just your shoes sticking out of the house. You know what? I'd love the idea, too. that they, So people like, can murder you in your own house. <laughs> yes. It's like uh, the the beads like that go in a door, <laughs> in like like a doorway, yeah. that just cover the entire doorway. So you might as well have a door. The side is our logo of it. We need that. Yeah. That'd be such a pain in the ass to manufacture. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> we'll you have make, to paint each we'll, individual bead and then place we'll, them. We'll no, make 10. That reminds me of the penny. You were saying uh, it costs more to make a penny than what a penny's worth. It sounds like to make that thing, the bead door, costs more to make it than they sell for. You'd be like 10 grand. <laughs> you would have to charge for that to be worth it. Yeah, but later. how many times do you, know, you see your abuela walk through it and you're like, ah, this is home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got rice and chicken. Yeah, I, I I know now that you said abuela, but I thought you said Ebola. Ebola? <laughs> I was like, no, I said abuela. Yeah, I know, but I was genuinely confused for like a second and a half. She could have Ebola, rice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I think uh, I think that's for today. Uh.